So I was visiting my dad last week in Yakima. We had a really nice time together. Got to see a dear high school friend of mine, Angie. And I come home and look at this. I know the listeners can't see, but um, Joel put a little turquoise heart pendant on my nightstand. And he said, I brought you a little gift while you were gone um, because I'm going through, well, we all are, but you know, he said, I know you've been going through lots of busy times. So I thought that was... February is kind of a special month, isn't it? It's all about love everywhere. So I love that. It's a Well, what about your anniversary? Talk. Happy anniversary. Thank you. I'm going to share more about that when we get to our Connect, Inspire, Create, because I had to uh, create a different way to celebrate our anniversary this year. Definitely. So, I'd love to hand the mic to you to just tell people who we are and what we're doing here with Connect, Inspire, Create. Absolutely. So as two coaches, we invite everyone listening today to enjoy the conversations for entrepreneurs from around the globe who love to travel, enjoy a healthy lifestyle, and are eager to learn tools and resources to grow your business and thrive in your lives. You can join Carol and me and listen to our podcast, Connect, Inspire, Create on any one of your favorite platforms. And today it's Carol and myself, and we are going to talk about happiness and nutrition and our moods and my goodness we literally had to prep didn't we carol before we hit record because there's so much to talk about there absolutely is and the dreaded sugar i know that you and i our, our blood boils a little when we you know read more about the yes. sugar so we're going to share a little bit about that but yep as we are the hosts of the show today I am Carol Clegg, the owner of Classic Exec Marketing for over a decade now and a marketing and strategy coach, teaching global women in midlife to value their time. And to do that, you need to implement systems in your business and have time for joy, a work-life balance, and a four-day work week. That is my mission at the moment. So I invite you to book a one-on-one strategy call with me and to take away your three next steps that I will personalize for where you are in your business. And you can find me at carolclegg.com. And Trish, over to you. That's really nice. And by the way, listeners, this is one of the reasons Carol and I are good friends because we really resonate on many levels in terms of life balance, moderation, just really learning from our lives on how to how to manage our time and our and our friendships and family. So I'm Trish, I'm a professional life coach and I have a focus on what I call best life action hacks. And it's really just ways to get you off the la- the launch pad and into your life plans with balance, just similar to Carol, you know, moderation. My website is healthylifemindset.com. And I'm currently creating small circle groups. There are two sessions via Zoom, small groups of just four people, um, $99 for those two sessions. And I share on many of the areas like time blocking, making sure you have time for those things that really matter because the truth is you do. Um, and I'm sharing some of my clients' favorite life hacks that I've shared with them. So hope you'll join me there at healthylifemindset.com. I know, Trish, that we wanted to just consider how we have been feeling and we were talking the last time we were on our podcast about just nutrition and food and the role yes. that that plays in our mood and that yes we can 
look at things and do things differently to change that mood. And I know you've Absolutely. done quite a bit of research on that and you've got some things that you work with your clients mm-hmm. on the nutrition and food side and it's kind of become something that you're really on the forefront for you at the moment that's become an interest for you for 2022. Definitely. So that you have changed part of your coaching style, which I love, is that the opportunity that we do have as entrepreneurs is that we can flow with the new ideas that we want to bring in. It's not static with what yes. we do with our business. And, and interestingly yeah. enough, Carol, to your point, that's where it really all began, kind of my journey down the path of, um, I don't say, I try not to say rabbit hole anymore because I feel to me like that's a dead end, deep, dark hole. So it's a journey. It's a path. And if I've learned anything in the last couple of years, it really, to the discussion point today, which is just think about a web that links very carefully and in an organized fashion from your brain to your gut, to your mood, to your wellness, to your laughter, to your happiness. And as Carol and I've talked about, and most of us know, you know, happiness isn't an ongoing event or an ongoing occasion. It's, it's a state of mind. It comes and goes, but to a large degree, we have a lot of control over it. And when I felt the deepest, really darkest anxiety at the start of the pandemic in 2020, I really did a lot of self-searching like a lot of us did. And it's, I'm saying it trending, Carol, and I think you are too. I mean, we are seeing on the internet everything about mindset and moderation and health. But let's talk about sugar for a minute, if you don't mind, because, you know, we want to kind of keep it simple today because it is a complex web. But if we can really pay attention to the things that at the end of the day are going to make us feel good, you know, um, stay level, stay balanced to, to the degree that we can. Let's start with sugar because you and I know that that's what our society, at least in America, and I know your upbringing was a little bit different, but we were all about industry, economy, processed food, and we're finally realizing today that it's been awful for us. Absolutely. I mean, it's been in the, you know, the sort of in the light of let's make things easy. So, you know, let's grab food on the go and, and not eat properly. But I must admit, one of the things that is angering me at the moment and that we are following, because with my husband having been diagnosed with gastric cancer, we are looking at the nutrition side of treating him, sustaining him through his chemotherapy treatments and not getting that much advice from oncologists on the nutrition side of things. And so with that, we have started consulting somebody on the naturopathic side and it is drawing us to read the labels on food and seeing the added sugars to everything. Just this morning, I said to him, you know, how can we do something? And that'll tie into something I'll be talking about, my Zorro circle, um, our circle of influence. You know, we all have a circle of influence. What can we do to make a difference? Could that just take away or some of these added sugars? Can I mean, we've got the sugar, but why do we need added sugars? And I believe that that goes way back. Um, even so much so, I remember hearing once that down in Trinidad and Tobago, they have added sugars because people demanded to the Coca-Cola, to the Pepsi, that there was the sweet tooth, and they have one of the highest rates of diabetes. That's so, right. You know, That's right. what is this with added sugar that we have to have that added to our cereals, added to our bread, 
added the, the sodas that we drink. It just, you know, I'd look at something now and somebody said to me, well, was it you, Trish? You said you play a game where you halve something. You Joel does that. Joel does mm. that. And listeners, in the spirit of keeping things simple, it's overwhelming when we think about how do we even begin to cut sugar out of our lives. And what I have found is pick anything. Carol's got a book she's going to talk about. I'm going to tell you about the happiness diet. Write down that book, The Happiness Diet. I don't even have it in front of me right now, but it's a small paperback book. That was my trigger to change. Carol and Rob, as you just heard, you know, they've had a trigger to change. So do anything, Google it, but find something that's going to get you learning about processed sugar and how toxic and awful it is. And then the good news is because Connect, Inspire, Create is we're talking about happiness today for crying out loud. So the good news is that there are foods, there are mindsets, there are people that can get you on the right track. And Carol and I are doing it a day at a time, aren't we, Carol? I mean, I Absolutely. still have sugar from time to time. And I do too. You know, I, I love having a sprinkle of sugar on my coffee, the top of my, my coffee in the morning. It just, I love that taste. But then one can't give up something else. And I think that's when you're aware, when you start looking at those labels and are aware of how much sugar you're consuming, it's not to give it all up. I mean, I'm a chocoholic. I love chocolate. So you can't ask me to give up chocolate. <laughs> but here's the good news. If I learned one thing from the Happiness Diet book, and again, it's it's less than 200 pages, and it gives you bottom line statistics in an entertaining way. And I'll tell you what, to your point, Carol, about chocolate, Every time they gave you the bad news, which is, guess what? No sugar. Here's the good news. Dark cacao chocolate, as may, maybe many of you know, I have it almost every day, little squares. It's good for your heart and it's it's good for your health. So guess what? With every little bit of bad news, there's some good news. Oh, it is. Uh, oh, yes. It is. And that, before I forget, um... there's a book, 101 Foods That Could Save Your Life by David Grotto. 101 Foods That Could Save Your Life. Joel and I have it on our bookshelf. I pull it out from time to time. Check out that book. And I'm going to let you take the mic again, Carol, because there's so much we can talk about. But we wanted to make that point, listeners, that really do a little homework on sugar, anything you can, because there's a lot of replacements that will help you. Absolutely. And I mean, that ties in, as we were talking about, to the mood and to happiness. And Trish, I know that you were talking, you know, happiness comes and it goes. Absolutely, it does. And we can't be in the state of constant happiness but there are things that we can do and I have just finished reading The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker he's a Harvard professor and I think that this book was written quite a while ago and it must have been because he shares how he traveled the world to help big corporations in the 2008 crash and he shares seven principles that you know, he used to teach. So it is more of a business orientated book. And it's called The Happiness Advantage? Advantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I'm not going to touch on all seven by any means, but I just wanted to touch on a few and just a couple of takeaways um, from the book. Please that, do. Please yeah, do. Because we, we want happiness to be a real message today too. So let's Absolutely. go right so, ahead. One of the things, a sentence that I took away, we become more successful when we are happier and more positive. And I mm -hmm. think if you look at that success, as I say, I know he wrote this book more to the business mind, but success doesn't have to only be in business. So it can be in our families. It can be in our self -care. It should be, wouldn't you say? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and spending time with ourselves. And so we can mm -hmm. retrain our brains 
mm-hmm. to capitalize on positivity and improve our production and performance. And once again, you know, production and performance is not only related to business sides of things. Yes, we are entrepreneurs here, so we do want to improve our production and performance, but we can also do so in our private lives. And so one of the principles that he talks about, the Zorro Circle, and I was like, hmm, so we watched Zorro, I don't know how many times when my kids were little, and I don't what know if you watched called? Zorro, the movie Zorro. Zorro, I don't know about it. Oh, with Anthony Hopkins. You have okay. to go and watch Zorro. Yes, Zorro. So okay. I made a view of the correlation. So his fifth principle is the Zorro Circle. And I thought, well, what is the Zorro Circle? And in the movie, <laughs> for those that know the movie, the new Zorro comes in wanting to just wipe out all the bad guys straight away. And he's being trained by Anthony Hopkins. And Anthony Hopkins reminds him that these bad guys will come into his circle at some time and it's teaching us to regain control by focusing first on small, manageable goals and then gradually expanding our circle to achieve bigger and bigger ones. And even our circles of influence, Trish, the people that you interact with, the people that I interact with, we can only extend that circle of influence out one step at a time. And it is overwhelming. If you look at this huge big circle and you go, oh, my goodness. So this was the concept of the Zorro circles, that it's a metaphor Mm for how we can follow our ambitions and achieve our goals by tackling the challenges we face one by one. And then gradually as we become ready, like Zorro did, we can complete what we set out to do. So when Zorro first started, he had no focus and no control, and he wanted to do too much too quickly. So it's just bringing back those those circles of of influence. And I know, Trish, you and I have been um, talking about Hoogi, which we can always come back to. Hooga. Hooga. Never get it pronounced. Yeah, it's H-Y-G-G-E. And it's pronounced Huga, Danish Secrets to a Happier Life. Yep. So Absolutely. Definitely principles. And it was quite sweet because the other day I, I lit some candles. I'm not a candle person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just said to Rob, well, yeah, let me light a few candles and, and one, of the, yeah, one of the evenings. And I said, but you better remind me that <laughs> I've lit the candles because I'll go to bed and forget, you know, forget all about them because I'm not a, not a candle person. But yes. was, you know, one of his first principles in this book, The Happiness Advantage, and we were talking about mood, mm-hmm. but there definitely are ways that, you know, we can improve our mood and raise happiness throughout our day. And some of the yes. tips that he shared, they are so simple. And Trish, I know that you really do some of these. Meditation. Something, planning something to look forward to. I love that because I realized I need to have, you do. You need to have absolutely. I I know the days that I'm going to spend with my friends. Mm -hmm. I know the days that Joel and I will spend time together. I even know the days that I'm going to be available for Yogi. And honestly, at this stage in my life, um, work comes second. I I need to make money still. I have to make money still, but it comes after personal. And I have to agree with you that I actually was looking at my, you know, your 30-second sort of intro that you use for your elevator speech. And I thought, well, I have life events and I get joy, absolutely do get joy out of my business. Mm -hmm. I love serving women. I love what I do. But there is equally important parts on my husband and my daughter, my self-care, my creativity, and why not? I think at this stage in our lives, you know, we, we do have to divide it all up. 
Um, Absolutely. And, and how about the word permission? Let me just throw that in there. Mm -hmm. um, the word permission is so important. And many of us might stubbornly say, well, I don't need permission. But the truth is, we feel like we do. And so I really want to remind listeners, whether you're like a couple of my friends, um, you know, raising their grandkids and still working full time, or you're in your 20s or 30s and just getting started on your career and have that ambitious heart that Carol and I have had most of our lives. But right. keep in mind that even at a young age, I highly recommend just even if it's for the sake of trying it out, flip, flip your priorities upside down and see what doesn't happen. You know, see if you don't find more time to do what brings you joy and still have time for work. Yeah. And that's a pretty big subject on its own. It's, but it's, Carol and I is. just want to encourage you to look at things in a fresh way and give yourself permission because we've only got this one life to live, listeners. And Carol, I, I, I know I know we want to take it one day at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, so I've, I've just this book has been quite inspiring and I know that we're going to come back and touch on our Connect, Inspire, Create. But the other one that... Um, sort of stuck with me just for a moment. He talks about pro-social spending. And he also just pro talks about... Pro-social spending. spending. Okay, okay. And he talks about spending money. So you've got the pro-social spending is just a part of it, but spending money on experiences and not on stuff brings happiness. So you And know, again, when you get to be my age, 56, Joel and I were just talking about this. We had stockings at Christmas. I don't think we had anything wrapped under the tree. It's what would you like to do? What would you like to Absolutely. do for your birthday? Yeah. It's a, that it is. Mm -hmm. To be mindful today is what can we do today and what can we spend money on today? Not another thing because things we're just leaving for somebody else to have to do something with afterwards, aren't we? But the pro-social spending was spending money on others. And they did a little research in their lab about they gave teenagers $20 and instructed the one group to go and buy something for themselves. And they instructed the other group to think of who they could spend that $20 on. And then they did these various tests and asked them these questions because, yes, I know it's got to be so difficult to measure happiness. But as we said, there's certainly a lot of research out there at the moment on, on how to do this. And the, the kids that spent money on others registered happier. And you know it and I know it. When we do for others, we come to a point, wow, I feel really good today. Why is that? That's right. Yeah. True. So, so I know, Trish, I don't know if there was anything else um, that we wanted to to share. You, you had a book, the other book on happiness. I think you've already shared that. Well, just else? quickly, Huga, I, you know, with the coaching I'm doing right now, Huga has, you know, when I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. Any, anytime something new comes into your life, you look around, whether it's maybe you adopt a dog like you have and, mm -hmm. and we have, suddenly your whole world seems dog related, right? It, absolutely. <laughs> when I came upon Huga a couple of years ago, but I finally picked up the book this year, suddenly everywhere I look, you know, I'm building this log home. I'm looking at Huga lighting and, and Huga is the Danish secrets to a happier life. And the Danes, as I mentioned in I think I mentioned in a previous podcast was um, that they Denmark and the Danes time and time again are considered some of the happiest Absolutely. community on earth. So yes. yeah, that's all I would add is there's a book called um, the little book of Huga H Y G G E. 
And it is such a fun read about comfort, coziness. Mm. What you said, Carol, lighting candles. And food. (laughs) And food. food Comfort food. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I know, Trish, as we leave our audience, we were just going to reflect on connect, inspire, create, because we'd love to challenge our listeners to pick one or all three of these words as you go into your week and see how you could perhaps include them or incorporate them. And Trish and I will give you an idea of ways that we've incorporating the words into our week. So my, I will go with the connect and I have been working really with pleasure connecting with women of my age on Clubhouse. And so we've developed this community and it's supportive. It's encouraging. So that is my connect that has been on my radar. Um, very much so, I think, for this moving into February. That's connect and community is, is what I'm about. And then create. I had to get creative for our wedding anniversary because we weren't able to go out anywhere um, with my husband's immune system being compromised. So we had to celebrate just here at home. And we do have a tiny house, a yurt that we Airbnb and fortunately had no guests. We are covered in white snow. I mean, thick, thick white snow. And so we chose yesterday to be creative, turned on the fire. We have a pellet stove fireplace inside the yurt. And went and played board games for a half I think of that hours. sounds incredibly romantic and peaceful. <laughs> and might I say, and this is truly the definition of Huga. If you, Carol, I think you listened to the audio of that book. What you just described, mm-hmm. playing chess with one you love on an anniversary with a pellet stove going out in the snow, you know, in your yurt. That's Huga. Absolutely. It's being surrounded by those you love in a place of comfort. And that's Huga. Yeah, and I you know, it's wonderful. so easy not to make that effort to do something. It, it can be so easy just because it's snowing outside and it's cold, but I actually planned that the day before. And so that looking forward to something that we both spoke about earlier on in the podcast, if you plan something ahead that you can look forward to, then you're more likely to do it. Um, so I don't know, Patricia, what's your, what are you picking out of our Connect, Inspire, Create Well, I was going to say inspire because I just spent time with my dad and I was so inspired. He's 85. He's just so young at heart. Mm. He he doesn't show the signs of an 85-year-old in very many ways. Um, But I think I'm going to go with create today from connect, inspire, create. I don't get much done without connecting with people who push me, encourage me like you, Carol, and my friends. Um, but create, because I'm at the beginning of building this log home, you know, when the ground thaws here in Montana, we'll be able to move on, but I'm in a creative stage in my life. There's no question about it. I mean, this podcast with you creating the new small circle, um, for the coaching groups so that people can have these conversations. I love so that. I think I'm very much in the creative mode. Yeah. I almost want to see that behind your head, create in these big words. <laughs> <laughs> Next Just, by time. The way, listeners is sitting next to a beautiful fireplace. Once again, you can't see, and we are looking at doing some more lives coming up during this year where you will find us on LinkedIn. So you'll be able to see our fireplaces or our smiling faces. Um, so yes. we're looking forward to planning some live events, which we will still turn into an audio for the podcast. So you will still be able to listen to those, but we challenge you pick, pick one of them, connect, inspire, create, and see how you can include that in your week. And we just want to say thank you to those that have listened to our show today. If you've loved 
what you've listened to, we would ask for you to share it with a friend, leave us a review. It just helps our podcast connect and reach others. And we will be back with a bits and bites in between our fortnightly longer full episodes. So thank you for listening. You'll find us on Connect, Inspire, Create, and you'll find both Trish and I, all our details in the show notes.